Hello again everybody, this is uh, Jason Powers. Um, this is going to be a Redux podcast today. So, the point of this is to uh, we'll listen to a voice from the past because uh, John McAfee is no longer with us. He had some interesting ideas in his life uh, about all kinds of things. He was conspiratorial. He certainly was a target. Um, he was uh, in Spain when uh, he was supposed to be extradited to the United States for some kind of tax charge or concern, which obviously is bogus. The more and more you realize that the United States government will use any method methodology to uh, bring down a citizen if they if they feel that you're a, 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 any kind of danger to their authoritarian push. Obviously, the the trust in government and institution is uh, should be nil by now, but some people are still out there believing that these people care about you. Um, ask yourself a question uh, with the latest rulings in the, in the court. Um, who's been the loudest... Uh, it's uh, government officials and people that should be in positions of authority but are trying to politically hustle on an issue that was ostensibly pushed back to the states in regards to Roe v. Wade. And we know Roe was based in a fraudulent uh, case because of the, the situation wasn't as, a, uh, as a sold in a whole host of other legal uh, fallacies that were there. So point being is, is uh, yeah, your government is uh, supporting the people that they put on the street to cause uh, mayhem and violence. Um, these are not good actors anymore. These are these are the reasons. The, these are the people that uh, John McAfee knew all well and good, knew all too well. He knew what these people were like, and more more moreover, he probably knew all their secrets. He may have been an oddball, but he wasn't wrong. So. This is an interview from March 16th of 2020, and I'll let John McAfee do his talking um, with some intro at the beginning uh, from the podcast, uh, The Free Thought Project. Protest. I don't want you to ride. I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the Russians and that crime in the street. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Hello, everyone. This is John Vibes. Welcome back again to the Free Thought Project podcast. We have a special interview today with John McAfee. I'm going to be joined by Jason Bassler and Matt Agarist, as usual. And we're going to be talking about a whole bunch of different topics, including his presidential run. But because this coronavirus thing is happening right now, that is one topic that we focused on pretty heavily. As you know from all of our coverage, we all kind of have different ideas uh, slightly about this topic and pretty much any topic that we cover at the Free Thought Project. We are a collective of activists from all over the place, and we try to disseminate this information in the best way we can. So we bring on guests every now and then who may not have the same ideas as us. McAfee has some great ideas, and there are some circumstances where some of us as individuals may disagree with him. So we hope you enjoy this podcast and take everything with a grain of salt, as always, and do your own research. Hey, how we doing? Good, man. Thanks for uh, thanks for doing this podcast. I just saw your Twitter. You were uh, taking a, a leak in the McDonald's parking lot. Is that in Spain? Yeah, you know, we can't listen. Not just in Spain. It's in Catalonia. We are the most locked down region on the planet right now. <laughs> you know, we can't, um, you can't go outside. Uh, uh, our close friends uh, went uh, yesterday morning. Um, uh, always in the morning as the sun rises, jogging alone on the beach and was arrested. Um, <laughs> it, uh, it's spooky. Wow. Uh, 
So and how are you able to travel freely out there? I saw some of the pictures on your Twitter uh, from today that shows that you're you're just being a rebel, eh? <laughs> yeah, I'm being a rebel. You know, number one, listen. In most places, there are no authorities. I mean, we didn't see them today. Today, nothing. Yesterday, all over the place. Today, nothing. Not even. Not even. I mean, local. Not even local authorities. Let alone, you know, some regional or national authority. No, fucking no authorities, no people. <laughs> it, it's Spooksville. I'm telling you now. I'm going. Listen, I'm going out every day uh, to a different place, and um, uh, you know, we're we're staying north of Barcelona. I can say that because by the time anybody even gives a shit about trying to find me, we're going to be back home out of Spain. So. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so north of everybody's gonna be traveling around every day. I'm gonna be doing videos of uh, and taking pictures. Uh, why? Listen, uh, number one, I've I've got well, I have press passes, for example. <laughs> I mean, if worse comes to worse, I pull out a press pass uh, with uh, like the AMA or something, and uh, with my photo and. I'm the press, and you're trying to say I cannot travel freely in your country to report the fucking truth. That that works like you know, like it's like a charm, but you don't want to do it too many times. Yeah, uh, well, that's a good idea. Certainly not in the same place. I've been there thousands of ways. I mean, so yeah, we we've been stopped a couple of times. We just know how to get out of it. It's amazing that there's no looting in a like if it's since it's a ghost town, there's no authorities or anything around like that. Uh, you think it's just the Spanish people are not uh, too prone to looting or what? Or, or the, the, the I Catalonians? Have seen looting. I have seen no crime. Why? I've seen nobody outside. Yeah. <laughs> if you go outside, you've broken the law, dude. Unless you're going to a doctor, going to a hospital, or going to buy food at a legitimate uh, market, um, and you better have a goddamn receipt. Um, uh, no, I mean, it's some serious shit. This is martial law, people, and uh, we're in the middle of it. It's Do you like, think that that's I mean, coming to the United States? Yes, of course it is. Do you not understand? This is the purpose of this fucking scare. This virus is not killing anybody. It's killed less than 10,000 people in five months. Wait the fuck up. The flu in that same period of time killed over half a million people. Forget your priorities straight, folks. <laughs> these these government these draconian programs that government are rolling out are pretty dangerous, man. I kind of fear them more than the uh, virus itself. Because how do you roll them back? I mean, look what happened in America after 9-11. Homeland Security and all these outrageous uh, violations of personal freedom, they were never rolled back. They're just still in place. And we take them as just natural now to understand the perversion of uh, truth. I agree, man. This is going to be, we have some some strange and um, probably tyrannical times in, in front of us in the next couple of months how this unfolds, man. It's uh, every day, you know, I was predicting school closures like by Wednesday of this week, but I mean, schools are closing. They started closing last week, you know, across the country. And now they're closing bars and restaurants and, um, a town in Illinois even talked about banning guns and the sale of firearms and, uh, bullets. I mean, what is that going to do to prevent this, <laughs> the, the, uh, you know, the spread of a virus is that's, you, no, that's a no brainer under these martial laws because nobody can sell anything because nothing can be open. You couldn't open a gun shop to sell a gun. Do you understand the severity of this? No, we're all locked at home. The martial law is you will be at home unless there are these following conditions. A, going to the hospital. B, you're trying to get food. Uh, Okay, then. (laughs) That's it. Oh, work. But, But the problem with work is... There is no work. <laughs> Do you understand? I never. I don't see anybody open. The the fact that um, if if, you, if the store can't be open, what work is there to do? I mean, the local restaurant, the waiters, the things like that. Uh, yeah, they're happy. 
perfectly allowed to go to work, but there is no fucking work. <laughs> this is the nightmare, people. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry to be laughing. Uh, then I'm going to be really frank with you, and uh, you may judge me as you fucking wish, but I am having the time of my life here. I mean, you want an adventure? Get your ass over here, folks. This is Adventure City. Everything is unknown. Uh, nobody has a fucking clue what's coming down that pike. I mean, it could be the, the goose that uh, lays the golden egg uh, or the flames of hell coming to consume you. Uh, we don't know. But that's the beauty of it. No, I'm serious. I am having fun. I really am. <sighs> Feels better now that I'm got that off my shoulders so, <laughs> judge me so john do you uh believe the official story as to where this started this whole virus uh <laughs> why, whoops okay uh, I, I, you know i don't know why we're talking about the virus and we might as well be talking about uh, they could have easily said let's Instead of doing the virus, let's um, uh, let's say there are invisible aliens that came from space and uh, have told us uh, whatever make up the fucking story. It's all the same goddamn thing as long as the story scares you. And it's a and these invisible aliens are coming and they're going to judge uh, you. And if you're not the proper sort of person, uh, uh, they will vaporize you on the spot. Well, that's scary. But the virus thing is probably more believable. No, fuck the virus, people. It's got nothing to do with this. Your fear is what this has to do with. However, we might manufacture that fear because if I can scare you bad enough... And then say, but I promise you, I'll do my best to t take care of you and save you from this fear. Then you're going to do anything I goddamn ask, which is what you're doing right now. You're only being asked to give up every freedom you've ever had in order to be safe. People, anyone who gives up freedom for safety... Will have neither, and would serve everything that comes. Next question. You don't mind. You don't mind if I I drink on your show. Do you? <laughs> no, no, have at it, man. That's great. <laughs> what about, because some people, well, some people have limits. Uh, would you mind if I shot up heroin? Because. In seven minutes, it's my time. And, you know, rather than cutting me short, I could be talking while Janice uh, shoots me up. But whatever. Hey, by all means, do what you will. Every, our readers and listeners know that uh, we are anti-drug war and we think everything should be legal. <laughs> okay. Well, you don't know what to believe. Neither do I. Do you think that America would, Americans would be as complacent as uh, the Spanish are or obedient as the Spanish are if they institute such martial law practices here? You think yes. Thing yes. In, um, yes, you, yes, I think Americans will be just as placid, just as accepting, uh, with virtually no resistance. Because you have the same problem. You actually believe this virus is going to reach out and kill you or harm you or kill others. Whereas, like Elon Musk said, uh, FYI, that is not me. He says you have a greater chance of being killed on the way home in the car than you do of dying from this virus. And he's correct. In fact, you have 100 times as much risk of getting killed going home in your car <laughs> as getting affected, affected, not infected, but affected by this virus. Good God, people wake up. <laughs> well, I think we're all going to be affected by the virus. <laughs> affected, <laughs> yes. We're not going to get it. But, I mean, and even if we're all infected by it, of, I mean, the... The, the rate of infection and death is so far less than the flu, 
we should be worrying about the flu. We should all be locked indoors because we just discovered there's a thing called the flu. Jesus, people, give it a break. Uh, you bought the, the, the bait, the hook, line, and sinker uh, because you were young, uh, inexperienced, and could not conceive that the shit that you see in movies about apocalypses and collapse of society and government and, and 1984 shit. Um, but you think it's not real. But all of that stuff is based on history and the truth. And it is happening now in front of your eyes. You don't need to, to watch a, a movie, uh, read a book, a comic. No, <laughs> the entertainment, ladies and gentlemen, is right in front of your eyes. It is happening now to us all. This is certainly uh, the first time in modern history that something like this has happened. And if, if this is a false flag, let's say, uh, they've certainly ramped up their, their strategy a bit to keep people in fear and to violate our rights. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. But listen, no one can violate a right that you have not willingly and voluntarily relinquished. Uh, if you believe otherwise, then you have not observed yourself and your relationship with the world. Yes. It's time for my heroin, baby. Huh? Okay, she's getting it. Oh, wonderful. Well, um, so, uh, uh, on that, on that, on that... <laughs> again, <laughs> not promoting drugs, but, uh, yeah, McAfee doesn't really seem to care about how hell happens to him at, at this point, but, uh, he's very, um, I'm only stopping because it's this, um, epic John McAfee. On the coronavirus, uh, let's talk about your, uh, your recently, um, canceled bid for the Libertarian Party, uh, presidential nomination. What, uh, what, what was going on there? Well, I mean... It just seemed to me that I was not going to get the nomination. Oh, this is before, by the way, the North Carolina primary, <laughs> which is a shock. Anyway, um, <laughs> it, it seemed I was not going to get it. But if I ran for vice president, the odd thing about the Libertarian Party is you don't have a party ticket. No, no, you have a president election uh, um, primary. And you, have, and you have a vice president nominee. Two separate elections. That hmm. if I were running for vice president, <laughs> that no matter who won the presidency, I believe they would have to <laughs> accept and suffer with me as the fucking vice president. Well, I, that's a much nicer position to be in. I don't have to do any work. I don't have to think. Um, and vice presidents, by the way, they have, um, they're the powerful people. I mean, if, if a president uh, gets head uh, in the Oval Office, some girl sucking his dick, well, my God, that's a crisis that goes on for six months. <laughs> Do you think if a vice president did that, no one would care? And besides, no one would notice because no one's watching vice presidents the second most powerful man in the world, and no eyes are on him. Well, fuck me. Give me that job, right? I don't know. But anyway, well, you'd uh, no be one placed has... in charge of the coronavirus, uh, <laughs> handling the coronavirus. <laughs> well, yes, okay. Whatever. <laughs> so now, um, so I thought, who would I want to be VP for? that really wouldn't give a shit what I said or did. And the only one I could think of was Vermin Supreme, <coughs> who I, I count as a very solid friend. Right? I thought, okay, this would make it all legit. I was just about <laughs> to ask if there is somebody that you wanted to endorse, if uh, Vermin or Jacob Hornberger are on your radar. Uh, for fuck's sake. I mean, uh, everybody else is a joke. I mean, you look at the guy wearing a boot on his head as the <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, he's the serious motherfucker, uh, even if the pony thing is real. Um, <laughs> Free ponies for and, everyone. 
And so, yeah, so, uh, yes, uh, everybody else is a lunatic. Okay, why would you vote for someone who actually believed that they could become the president? Why would you want that job, first and foremost? That's my question. Who in their right fucking mind wants to be a puppet for every power in the world? You don't get to make your own choices anymore. You think you do, because you're being you're being puppeteered by masters of manipulation that you don't even know you're being manipulated. People like the CIA, good God almighty, folks. <laughs> Have personal experience with these motherfuckers? No. Uh, who would want this job? And if someone does want the job, then don't fucking vote for them. What we need to do is shame people into taking it. People that we know would do a good goddamn job, but would never consider doing it. Fuck no. We should drag them kicking and screaming like George Washington. That poor old bastard, he didn't want to be president. I mean, good God, he was the the general of the Continental Army (laughs) during the Revolution. He was old, tired, and scarred, wanted to fish. But but they shamed him by going, who else is there? Benjamin Franklin? I mean, all Benjamin Franklin does is chase skirts and drink rum. Thomas Jefferson? Thomas can't find his own goddamn shoes without help. Uh, John Hancock, yeah, he's got a pretty handwriting, but that goes as, that's as far as it's No, who else, George, other than George Washington? And they shamed him, that poor prick. Do you feel like Trump has done anything to effectively drain the swamp, or is he just another puppet? <laughs> Jesus, presidents don't drain the CIA swamp. Let me tell you, some history maybe people have forgotten. Uh, 1960, Dwight Eisenhower says, on leaving office, America, you have two grave threats to your freedom, the CIA and the military-industrial complex. And if you are not careful, they will take every freedom from you. Well, we weren't careful, and they did. Next president comes up, John F. Kennedy. He's not a stupid man. He sees what's going down, and he announces, I am going to dismantle the CIA and give those elements to military intelligence, Army, Navy, uh, Air Force, and other branches, Secret Service, uh, of our um, covert system, we do not need a CIA. 26 days later, he was accidentally shot. Accidentally shot. Um, now, uh, the next up, his brother, Robert Kennedy, who ran for president in the next election, and who said in November... I am running on a platform of dismantling the CIA and our entire covert system. Uh, It's a mistake to say shit like that because a month later he was shot in the head before an election was even held. Why? Everybody knew he was going to win. Next president up, Richard Nixon. Well, no, he's not an idiot. But he did want some power and asked the CIA for more than they were willing to give. Just give me some leeway, some real fucking intelligence, do something. Uh, He annoyed them. Um, Six months later, he was forced to resign through a complex series of events that only a magazine illustrator uh, could possibly come up with. This is the reality, people. Fuck me. Donald Trump dismantling the CIA. Do you know what the CIA calls presidents? Transients. Transients. And they are. They're here for four years or eight. CIA, you never quit. You never resign. And you never retire. It's a life fucking time job. And in the CIA, there are people that can speak 35 languages fluently. And, and other people who understand the nuances of 
every aspect of international relations, including political alliances, history, culture, language, religion. And you've got some idiot coming in for four years uh, whose only talent is smiling and getting people to believe through his charisma that he will promise what he or he will deliver what he promised, which no president ever does, nor can, by the way, and yet we still buy into that shit. No, (laughs) ladies (laughs) and gentlemen, it does not matter who the president is. Our system is like an automobile with a frozen steering wheel. (laughs) It does not matter what motherfucker you put in as the driver (laughs) the driver has no control and this oh sorry go ahead no that's i'm finished i mean otherwise i'll ramble on listen if you don't fucking stop me i'll wander (laughs) on we're into animal you know uh, anal fisting and life Trying to wind our way back from that territory. Well, fuck me, that's difficult. Um, <laughs> I was gonna, uh, I was gonna point out that um, that the this current uh, coronavirus crisis kind of illustrates the point you just made. That no matter who's in power or how much safety they promise you, that when it comes down to actually stopping anything or any kind of spread or any kind of or actually keeping you safe, they're completely inept at doing so. You know, oh, so like the, the, this faith in the system is all built on um, on just on on right. beliefs and 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 prayer, <laughs> basically. That's the issue. That's the issue, but not on science. Do you understand this entire nonsense is based on a science, a subscience of epidemiology that has never been proven? That says, well, listen, if you can find the masses, whether it's a herd of sheep. Uh, or, uh, uh, you know, whatever people, uh, and you keep them and you don't let them interact, that new diseases, when they come along, will die out. Well, fuck me. That's never been proven. And in my mind, it just gives a disease going, they're coming into town going, well, God damn, will this be fun, all right? Uh, There's nobody in the streets. If you're an invading fucking army... That's what I want. Everybody indoors. Okay, let's find let's find the heart of this idiocy and start infecting there. Please, God. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the once once you get the top, then everybody is gotten. This is just how it works. And you get the prime minister's wife in Canada, then I am fucking sorry. <laughs> the viruses go down, not up. And so this is the stupidity and all of this risk, economic risk, social risk, (laughs) the risk to our freedoms, not least of all, uh, is is fear of an irrational thing that was forced on us by suddenness, surprise, didn't have time to think about it. Didn't have time to look at the possible implications. Didn't have time to question the fundamental science upon which this nonsense is being perpetrated. (laughs) My children, if I could reach through the screen, grab you all by the throats and shake you, I would. God damn it, I was 74, and when I was your age, anything under 50, for fuck's sake, your age... Um, you could be one of my children, uh, grandchildren, uh, great-grandchildren. When I was that age, I was smart enough because my parents told me a bunch of shit that I never forgot. Like, if if it doesn't add up, uh, something's wrong. And if someone's paying $100 million to become president and the salary is $300,000 a year... I, I want to get my calculator out, okay? It does not add up, folks. But they will respond, no, it's not the president who's spending it at all. It's other people. Well, who gives a shit who's spending it? It's being spent for that chair, for that job. 
<clears throat> no. I mean, if someone spent more than $40, and only that for stamps or something, uh, I would question, why are you doing this for a job which pays damn little for the headaches that you're going to have to bear? <laughs> only an idiot. You mentioned your age, and when we asked our audience uh, what they would ask you if they could, they all wanted to know how you look so damn good for your age. Do you have any tips? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, I drink one bottle minimum, a quart of either tequila, scotch, gin, vodka, Irish whiskey, bourbon, or something similar every day, and a bottle or two of wine. Three packs of cigarettes. Um, damn, a little sleep. In fact, none. Uh, eat nothing but improper foods, potato chips, Coca-Cola. Uh, and hang out with women at least 35 years younger than me. <laughs> oh. And that's how I've done it. That's the secret, eh? I've been doing this long. And my family. Now listen, that, listen that, that's how my father and grandfather did it. And they were ladies' men, so it took my grandfather into their 80s, right, um, uh, in the best of health. Um, and it's only when they succumbed, like my grandfather succumbed to my grandmother's influence about after all of these 87 years, uh, you need to stop. Uh, drinking, smoking, abusing your body, and you know, three months later he was dead. So uh, I'm not going out like him. Uh, I'm keeping to the regiment till I'm out. Right on, man. Well, cheers. cheers. <laughs> this is Irish whiskey, Irish whiskey, lemon juice, honey, soda water. About this much, about half a glass of Irish whiskey, which. I wash down usually with a local wine, and um, there you have it. But you got to keep it up. You can't. You can't. Here's the problem: people take breaks. I mean, I know people drink a bottle of scotch a day, and then they'll take a week off. Well, you can't do that. And your body totally deteriorates in that week. But you got to keep this shit up. It's not something that just dabble in. You know, it's a way of life, and you can't go down one path and try to take pieces of another path with you. First of all, that's against rules. Uh, secondly, it will not mathematically work. So, no, you go down this path, man, you got to stick with it. I mean, if I don't drink a bottle of scotch a day, then I don't know what will happen. I'm certainly not going to test uh, whatever hypothesis someone wants to come up with. I've been doing it for 52 years. Uh, and it's worked quite well. But that's, again, just me. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. John McAfee runs on alcohol <laughs> and tobacco. Don't forget tobacco. Oh yeah, yeah, and tobacco. You can't one without the other. You can't just drink and not smoke, or smoke and not drink. That's insane, people. Believe it's God. <laughs> Only children think that such things are possible. No, you take a vice. You got to take the vice and destroy. You can't just take, I'll take half of it because the tobacco part's unhealthy. Well, fuck you. You took the wrong path, people. No. Yeah. You got to have them both. And to the excess. My cheap Irish whiskey agrees with me. <laughs> Cheers. So in October of 2018, Facebook and Twitter deleted our pages, resulting in like a loss of nearly 6 million fans. So we're kind of wondering, like, if you have a specific social media platform that you believe is best for people to share the message of liberty and accountability. There are none. Uh, I was I was uh, locked out of uh, Twitter um, today, early today, for a few hours uh, until I deleted a post in which I said black people can't get the coronavirus. <laughs> right. Well, I was I was making fun. Of, of what was not a funny thing, maybe that was the problem, which is the Asian and Chinese are being, Jesus, racially uh, singled out now in much of the world. Going, oh, my God, you're Chinese. You're the Chinese virus. I mean, seriously, people, some refusing to be served 
in restaurants. By the way, are there any places left on earth where restaurants are still legal and open? Because God, I would, I'd eat my left foot just to go and have, I don't give a shit what, a cup of coffee and some fried eggs. Anybody know? There are no. plenty open here still. We haven't been locked down. Where, where are you? Oh, I'm, we're we're all over. I'm in Louisiana. Uh, Jason is in California, and uh, John Vibe is in uh, Maryland. That's, how the fuck does that help me? I can't touch that country anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get my ass arrested, aren't you? Oh yeah, we got restaurants here in Houston, Texas. Come on in. <laughs> well, thank you very much. No, that ain't happening. <laughs> Uh, like you tried to go to that McDonald's earlier, and um, uh, you you showed them how it felt to for not for them not being open. <laughs> it wasn't that I had to take a piss, folks. <laughs> you know, and listen, you say okay, you, you, people don't think of the shit that that these draconian rules have. Uh, if everything is shut down, where are where are public restrooms? They're inside places where people. Mingle like shopping centers, restaurants, uh, you fucking name it. What, are they out there on the street? No. Well, not here anyway. And so it's like, fuck me. Did anybody think of this? People long distance driving? <laughs> no, no, no. So I just took a piss in the middle of nowhere because there was no one in that nowhere. Next to a goddamn McDonald's, next to, I don't know if anybody noticed in that photograph, a Mercedes Benz plant. In the goddamn afternoon, still light out. <laughs> nobody. But here's what's spookier than nobody there were no local authorities, no police, no ambulance, no fire, no one with a goddamn uniform, just no one at all. Except for myself and my faithful Sanchez, as we tilt at windmills over here in Spain. Now, this isn't that fitting story. Anyway, I digress. So. Right on, man. Um, that's I, I, I appreciate the fact that you're showing us what it looks like. Well, no one else can, because <laughs> there's certainly no other press reporting on this. Nobody, listen. You have no listen. I know I, uh, that film inside the the, uh, the parking garage didn't look like much, but you weren't there. A parking garage that never ever is empty of cars, day, night, weekend, Christmas, holidays. No, <laughs> no. Half the spaces are always full, and usually all of them. Now, imagine having seen this in similar garages all over Spain as we visited. We have friends here. Um, I wish they were somewhere else right now. I'm sorry. We would be much happier, but we are locked down. In any case, um, the, the this parking garage, everything functioned normal. The gate came up as you put <laughs> put the chain in to get your ticket or whatever to get your ticket <laughs> you drive down nothing no people no cars no fucking movement just this eerie spanish music which i've never enjoyed uh, even in the best of times uh <laughs> Where do you see where do you see this going, John? What do you think's gonna? How long do you think this is gonna play out? And what do you think is gonna be the end result here? But I just know this: from morning to night, I'm documenting this. And tomorrow, (laughs) okay, tomorrow. Here's the other thing: I should have documented this today. There are no lines at hospitals. Hospitals is like everything else, except the lights on, and there's someone sitting behind the fucking desk. The emergency room. There's no people. There's no authorities. There's no police. There's no lines. There's fucking nothing. Now, to me, I would much rather deal with zombies chasing me, trying to eat <laughs> big balls. Well, it's a lot more understandable, right? Am I faster than them? I mean, run some numbers, throw some formulas out, figure out how to survive. But this. 
No, I don't, I don't know what formula to apply that makes this make any goddamn sense. Uh, I'm just saying. Um, but maybe I'm old, and I have to admit most of my brain cells uh, are now too tired to even care about functioning. Uh, so that may be part of it as well. Next question. <laughs> right on. And so... I mean, like, as far as a time frame goes, what do you think? Like, so we had China, you know, and they, they lasted about three months with theirs. And, I mean, they're still on lockdown. But if we can believe what the Chinese government is saying, they're having very few cases reported daily anymore. And um, it seems that they may have beat this. this. Beat so, this? Beat this so you understand the stupidity. People, you're being scammed. In the end, fewer than 50,000 people will have died. And they go, oh, my God, that's a lot. <laughs> Compared to the same goddamn period, over half a million killed by the flu. And we're not all locked in because of the flu, which in truth is 100 times more dangerous. Oh, God, let's wake up, everybody. <laughs> there, there is no threat from this virus. There's no way it could be. It is a slow moving and not a very deadly virus and therefore wake up uh, but that's just my opinion I mean and who would take uh, the word of a 74 year old alcoholic uh, self declared madman um, <laughs> who is on the run from the law and has been most of his life from everything from uh, uh, attempted assassination of uh, government heads to um, not paying his taxes and who is now underground I mean who in the fuck would listen to that motherfucker and paying attention to what they say so listen if people are paying attention to what I say and your life goes awry do not come back to me and say I'm the problem fuck no <laughs> I'm that actually uh, brings me to my next question. You seem like you've been successful evading the law. Is there like any specific advice you could bestow to those who wish to go off grid or be invisible to the state? Yeah, number one, if you're not willing to live for the rest of your life without a telephone, don't even think about it. Can't ever have a That's number one. Think that through, people. Think that through. We don't have one. We can't ever have another phone. If we had had a phone for this past eight and a half months, we would have been arrested 30 minutes after turning it on. This is how it works. The very first call I made to anybody I had ever called before would cause an alert, a triangulation from the signal, and 30 minutes later, in this case, Interpol. I would pick my ass up. No, people, you can't have phones. You have to radically change your understanding of what safety uh, means. Uh, you'll never, by the way, have any privacy from what you say, um, what you write. Never. I don't care what encrypted system you use. It can't happen. It can't happen. Um, and if anybody would know, it would be me. And if not me, then who? I mean, I, I, I created the world's largest computer security company. And I didn't create the largest by not knowing how to break into whatever I wanted. Because if I did not know that, then why the fuck would you buy one of my products? <laughs> That's a great point. Because if I'm not... If I'm not the better than the people trying to hack me, then go somewhere else, please, because I can't help you. But someone can. I was the one. No, of course. I didn't give a shit what virus came out. And you look at the records, the first eight or 900 viruses while I was still at the helm of McAfee. Fuck me. We countered every one within 24 hours of its identification, 24 hours without fail for years. So when I say you have no privacy, you have no privacy. The only thing that you can do is prevent your exact location 
from ever being known, which is what I'm doing. This is what my lovely wife Janice is doing. Other oh, um, that we cannot ever allow anyone to know where we are. Now that limits us. We can't tell our family, our friends, nobody. <laughs> we had to start a new life, a brand new life, with new friends, with new understandings, with um, a new paradigm for what life really means. Uh, now, if you're not prepared for that, then I can advise you no further. If you are prepared for that and fully understand it, then I do not need to give you any further advice because you, with that information, know the circumstances of your own life far better than I <laughs> could ever hope to. And my continued involvement beyond this point would be absurd. And I do hope that that helps you. Whoa. Boys and girls, we have gone way over time. Uh, like, way over time. Yep, yeah. I was about to close it out and ask you uh, what... Janice just gave me this sign. The cutthroat sign. She's going to cut my throat uh, if I don't shut up. Or if it meant metaphorically, shut it down. It's hard to say with this uh, yeah, right so on, more, John. We really appreciate your time and all the uh, information that you had to give, man. So, um, I guess on a final note, what uh, what are the plans for John McAfee moving forward now in this new modern day police state that we find ourselves in? Listen, I can only take a day at a time at my age. Uh, right now, my sole adventure is a document what this police state is, and because I am. If anybody's capable of sneaking out and getting away with it uh, <laughs> without much harm and without bribing too many people um, and document this, because nobody else is, are they? Any, anything coming out? Because I've seen no people at all, including news people. Anything coming out from, from Catalonia? Fuck no. We're locked down central in this world, and I, I would, I would rather be here than any place on earth right now. Why? Because this is where the adventure is. Because whatever's happening here, people, <laughs> is going to happen to you. I don't even find fuck where you are within six months or a year or two, three at the outside. So you goddamn well better appreciate the the fact that I love what I'm doing and having fun at it. And so that's what John McAfee's going to be doing. What he always says, having fun, documenting the first uh, true uh, police state through martial law, where every movement can be monitored and is. I cannot leave the house without cause, and which is checked. So you're saying going to the doctor, which doctor? If you don't have a name, uh, then <laughs> uh, anywhere up to a 2,000-euro fine. Um, no, no, you're walking on the beach. Is, they, used to have, they used to have science fiction stories about this, about a world where <laughs> robots controlled everything outside. And... Um, some guy just wanted fresh air, <coughs> went outside, and the robot police came and says, what's wrong? Because well, I just want some fresh air. He says, is there something wrong with the unit in your, in your room? We can have some come out and fix it for you. He says, no, 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 it's okay. He said, uh, well, was the room too warm or too cold? He says, no, no, it was fine. He said, uh, and so I kept asking questions until finally the robot <laughs> sends an order in. Because the robot figures out, oh, this is a malfunctioning human. Right, <laughs> and we'll just simply <laughs> terminate it, uh, which is what happened. Truly dystopic, man. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! That's what's happening here, people. Do you understand? No, it's not being terminated. But if you're starting out with a two thousand dollar fine, a friend of mine yesterday running on the beach, which she does every morning at sunup, summer, winter, fall, and spring. Arrested and fined. 
<laughs> it's crazy. Because she's outside of her house for no logical reason. Tell me the difference. <laughs> right on. Well, John, thank you very much for, for coming on our podcast, man. The uh, Free Thought Project, thank you. Our, our readers are going to certainly enjoy it, man. Uh, uh, Godspeed in your... In your- so there you go. It was John McAfee and all his uh, craziness, hyperbole, but also reality. And as he said, we are not, uh, uh, you know, they can track anybody, anywhere. And as you know, he's no longer with us. He died about a year and a half, uh, about 15 months after this uh, podcast. He was arrested and... Yeah, and he was uh, he died in Spain. So I should tell you something. There's the guy who had, you know, probably multiple billions of dollars. Was a high value target. He's gone. We know about Jeffrey Epstein. He's gone. And I'm not saying any. I'm not comparing the two. I'm just saying uh, you notice there's been some interesting, powerful people uh, that have uh, passed. There was also a guy uh, who uh, worked for a climate change corporation, Ted Halstead, who died in Spain, too, um, by uh, accidental fall. Uh, he was actually uh, the, the face man of a climate change council uh, that, was, uh, that involved people like Klaus Schwab and Janet Yellen and... Um, Ben Bernanke and Larry Summers and J.P. Morgan Chase and Goldman Sachs and the Atlantic Council. So we're not just talking about just also rants. We're talking about some high-end muckety-mucks. So that that particular guy passed away in August of 2020. So it makes you wonder if there hasn't been some people out there that were willing to open their mouth and then uh, the state the the powers of the state, the fascism, and the communism decided to put a kibosh on their voices. For another time, then, God bless the United States of America, and God save the world.